You are listening to episode six of the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. This episode's guest is Jackie O. Grab your favorite beverage and let's talk about business. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Denise. This podcast is for entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or working your business part-time or just looking for some inspiration, each episode you will hear the incredible stories of entrepreneurs from around the world. These entrepreneurs are subject matter experts in their niche. Want to show off your fan status? Make sure you're subscribed to the show so you can be one of the first to listen to my latest episode, which starts right now. So grab your favorite beverage and let's talk. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Happy Hour. I am so glad that you all are tuning in and listening today, and I am so excited about our guest today. Um... A lot of times when I have guests on, I'll kind of have them give a brief introduction of themselves, but this guest is extra special to me and holds a special place in my heart. So I just want to do the due diligence of giving her a marvelous introduction. Um, Her name is Jacqueline Oselin, known as Jackie O. She is my yogi, my yoga instructor, my life coach. Um, She came into my life at a very interesting time, but during that interesting time, We've become close friends um, and also business partners. And so I'm so excited um, to hear from her today. Our topic is work-life balance, and we will also be talking about self-care. So all of you entrepreneurs and small business owners out there, make sure that you are tuning in, that you have something to jot down some notes, because I am sure she's going to give us some helpful tips um, to help us with this particular area. So Jackie O, how are you doing today? I am wonderful. It is Wednesday, so I always attach a um, vibrant adjective that matches the day of the week. So I'm doing wonderful today. Well, that is great. Well, thank you so much for being on. And um, I want to make sure that um, we just chat for a minute and talk about this particular topic. And then, of course, at the end, I want you to make sure to share with the listeners a little bit more about your business and how they can reach you. All right. So um, first question is, um, and we're talking about work-life balance and self-care. All right. So our first question for you is in regards to that. And that question is, what have you done in your life and business to focus on work-life balance and self-care? Actually, I am. Well, let's go back before we get to that about specifically Give me your opinion about how important you think work-life balance is for small business owners. Wow, Uh, that that is a very uh, significant question and I'll answer it uh, this way. When we talk about uh, and explore work-life balance, uh, my experience and my observation has been that uh, oftentimes we do so from a place of dread and overwhelm and feeling that this is just something that I simply cannot achieve. Um, I'm constantly juggling, trying to balance, make everything equal. 
And this possibly could be because we view our existence and our daily living through the lens of a work container and a life container. And I'm constantly trying to get them to be equal. Because when you think about um, balance and the word balance itself, it's a noun, but it's also a verb. And that means that balance, we're constantly trying to rearrange and adjust and keep something symmetrical or equal. But when I explore this area of quote unquote work-life balance, um, I would like to submit to us that work is merely one of the containers or one of the parts that makes up the many dimensions of our life. And so if you think of your life as a circle or as a wheel that has been divided into sections, financial, uh, your spiritual or your purpose life, it includes our relationships, it includes the environment in which we live and work, it includes fun and leisure, and then it also includes um, our physical health the intellectual and personal growth part of us, and it includes our work or our career. And so given that, given that our lives make, is made up of all of these different sections, um, I invite us to shift from thinking about this perspective that work and life is the thing that we're balancing and recognize that work is merely one dimension of who makes us up. So if we shift and start thinking that way, it helps us to have a more healthy understanding of the role that work plays in our life, but how it also interfaces and engages with those other eight dimensions. And so when we think of it that way, instead of trying to balance work and life, this container, that container, I'm constantly trying to balance, I like to promote the awareness of flow and harmony in our lives. versus okay. a balancing act of one or the other. Okay. So um, can you share with us what you have done um, in your life and business um, in regards to um, this particular area, in regards to um, self-care and in regards to this flow and this harmony? Yes, so continuing with that, that shift, that paradigm shift of flow and harmony, uh, what that means is acknowledging um, that each one of those areas is important and vital to our overall health and well-being as a whole person, as a business owner. And so we also have to recognize that it's very unlikely that we're going to be equally or to totally satisfied in each one of those areas at the same time, right? Because life has ebb and flow, right? And so depending on the season of life that you're in, whether or not you are a caregiver, if you're career climbing, if you're an empty nester, those kinds of things um, dictate which area of our lives is a priority. However, we can be present with each one of those areas at the same time, but adjust based on what's important to us. So to answer your question, the notion of flow and harmony, what that looks like in my life as it relates to self-care and being present with all these different areas is first, I made the decision and gave myself permission to say self-care is important. It has to always be a priority. 
because oftentimes, especially as women, we have a guilt associated with that. We have not been socialized to um, say it's okay to take care of me and say yes to me first. So that's the first thing I did was gave myself permission and made the decision. And then I released any guilt or resistance associated with doing that. Because I know that when I say yes, to taking care of my mind, my emotions, my spirit, and my body, then I have the resources within me to do what it is I need to do externally. When I say no to those things, I know I'm gonna have an unpleasant consequence that's gonna show up now or may show up later. So that's the first thing I did. Uh, in terms of what that looks like in my daily life, um, I get my morning started with what I call my morning priority time. That can be anywhere from five minutes to an hour to an hour and a half, depending on which day of the week it is. But even if I only have five, 10, 15 minutes, I keep that time sacred at the top of my day to reach into my self-care toolkit and take out something that's going to help me to get off to a good start. So your question is, what's in my toolkit? Um, I have prayer in there. I have meditation in my toolkit, uh, yoga. Sometimes I will do reading, uh, a cup of herbal tea. Uh, I do essential oils therapy. Uh, sometimes I simply sit in silence and just listen, listen to the spirit. Uh, sometimes I will go outside in nature if the weather is permitting, but that toolkit is a toolkit that um, is very dear to me, and that's what that's my go-to for those. Really, more time I didn't get my day started. Uh, something else I do is what I have called Me Time Monday. Because my week is very busy, Tuesday through Sunday, I'm giving, giving, giving to others. On Mondays, I really try to reserve that day to just simply uh, take care of me. And that could include doing nothing or just doing some of the other things I mentioned earlier. I try not to get in my car and drive on Mondays because driving stresses me out. So I try to shift from just what my normal everyday is and really have Monday be a, a day that nurtures me. Uh, walking, doing yoga are some of the uh, other tools that I use as far as self-care, I have a close circle of friends that are my support system that I can tap into and go to. I do have a few mental health professionals that I have a relationship with. So yes, therapy and counseling is important. It can benefit any and all of us in any season of our lives. There's no shame. There's no taboo around that. In fact, it is a very healthy way to respond to what's going on in our lives is connecting with a mental health professional. Well, I, want, I would like to stay kind of right there in that area. Um, since we're talking um, about that, are there any books or other resources um, that have helped you that you recommend? So we just started talking about um, mental health and therapy. Um, for the listeners, um, you know, maybe there's someone out there who has been um, struggling with um, the harmony and the flow and harmony of their lives and maybe they don't know where to start where to begin um, what are your recommendations if it be books or um, podcasts or anything like that um, let us know your recommendations that can help to get us started 
Absolutely. So in terms of um, specific resources, there are lots of meditation apps out there that are free. The one that I personally use is called Insight Timer, I-N-S-I-G-H-T. But I would encourage you to explore the ones that are there and select one that works for you. As far as local uh, yoga studios, two of my favorites are Your Inner Yogi, which is on uh, 2nd Street in downtown Memphis, and Any Body Yoga, which is on Poplar. So those are two studios that you can connect with in terms of establishing a meditation and yoga practice. As far as mental health professionals, there are many, many options to choose from. It's really going to be based on um, you know, what you're looking for in a therapist, uh, if you have access to insurance that covers that and that pays for that. Um, I am always available to have conversations with individuals around you know, what self-care can look like for you and how to make it accessible uh, and something that you can sustain and be consistent with. Okay, wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing those. Um, so we've um, talked about that. We've shared uh, resources. So I know you've shared a little bit about um, your Me Time Monday um, and a little bit about um, what your morning looks like and how you set your priorities. Um, but I just wanted to ask you um, if you had to um, kind of put a number, kind of generalize it. How much time do you personally currently devote to the flow and harmony um, in your life? So before I answer that, or as I answer that, one of the things I've failed to mention as relates to self-care and flow and harmony is a big part of that is us being clear about what our values are, what's really important to you in your life. Because oftentimes um, we're saying yes to things that really don't add value. Uh, or that support the things that are valuable and important to us. And setting proper boundaries and communicating those boundaries is a huge, huge component of self-care. Um, so it helps to know what's important to you right now because that will guide what you say yes to, it will guide how you spend your time, and it also helps to make sure that you are allowing time for yourself. So as I mentioned, sometimes my morning routine can be anywhere from five to 15 minutes, all the way up to 60 minutes or an hour and a half, depending on what my schedule is for the rest of the day. In terms of the week, um, I do uh, try to make sure that I'm walking or practicing yoga at least three to five and make sure that I'm moving my body in some kind of intentional way every single day. So for me, it's not a matter of, you know, how much time I'm spending, but just the awareness around this being a lifestyle. And I have to make sure that the decisions I'm making support me living a life of wellness in my spirit, my mind, and my body. And so I can't jam my schedule so packed that I've not left time for myself first. And so that's how I kind of manage that is looking at the scope of my week and saying, okay, make sure that you've built in time to take care of you before you say yes to all these other requirements. Okay. And um, you cut out just a little bit. Can you go back to um, your time um, practicing yoga and share with the listeners um, how often you try to do that during the week? 
Absolutely. I incorporate yoga or some type of movement uh, into my week at least three to five times a week. Uh, again, it depends on what the weather is like, uh, what my demand is for the week, but I'm, I'm trying to move my body in some intentional way at least three to five times every week. Okay. That's great. Ideally every day, but doesn't happen every single day. I'm just being transparent about that. But I know that in order for my body to perform and do what I needed to do, I have to make sure I'm moving it, especially um, as we start to age. If we're sitting at a computer desk all day, uh, if we're in environments that are very stressful on our body, movement, intentional movement is one of the best ways to counter the effects of that, the negative effects of that on our bodies. Okay, wonderful. I know um, this next question, you've kind of gone into it just a little bit. Um, and from, you know, if the listeners are really paying attention to your responses um, and the way you set your priorities and thinking about um, the flow and the harmony in your life. Do you feel you are right where you need to be um, with this particular area? Um, or do you think there's room for improvement? And explain why. Uh, and the reason I'm asking this question is because sometimes we um, have different seasons in our lives where it's like we're doing good with this particular thing, but then maybe there are some challenges or some other things going on in our lives that kind of um, like you said, depending on the demand, depending on our needs. So just asking you currently, today, <laughs> on January 15th, 2020, um, do you feel like you are right where you need to be in this area? Um, or do you think there's some room for improvement? And if you feel like there's room for improvement, um, share with us, um, I guess, how you would make those improvements or what you would implement. Sure, sure. There is always room for improvement because we are constantly um, evolving. Uh, things are constantly impacting us uh, as human beings. Things are just always evolving and changing. And so to that end, uh, there's always room for improvement. Uh, right now, uh, one of my, my main priorities and, and, and focuses is on uh, curbing my cravings. I realize that I'm continually uh, battling sugar cravings. I understand, uh, you know, where that originates from. And so as a part of self-care, I do try to be a conscious eater. And what I mean by that is being aware of what my food choices are, what things trigger me to eat at times when I'm not hungry, and always being aware of my relationship with food. And so right now, that's an area where I'm not where I want to be uh, because I do want to make sure that I'm eating to nourish my body and not eating because uh, I'm responding to emotions or responding to the weather or those kinds of things. And so that's an area of improvement for me. So I'm going to be starting on uh, a cleanse. Uh, at the end of this week that is designed to help detox my body, to help reset my metabolism, and to really cleanse me, but most importantly, to help me re reset my system and to establish some better habits around my food choices and around nur nurturing and nourishing my body. 
I appreciate you for um, for sharing that. And I know um, maybe all of us should become conscious eaters. Um, as you were talking, I felt a little bit of guilt as I sipped my sugary drink. Um, there are some things that I gave up this month <laughs> for about 21 days. And because I gave them up, um, I think I've you know, unconsciously substituted some things in their place. So I did feel a little, a little bit of uh, a little bit of, of guilt there as I was sipping my sugary drink. But um, that I think that's an area um, to really pay attention to. Um, I feel like being a small business owner and an entrepreneur. Um, I don't know. Somehow we are more in tune, if you will, to the things that are going on around us because we are so much more in control, right? We're not someone's employee anymore. And I know for me, I felt a little more sensitive to the things going on around me and more aware. I don't know if that comes with having more time, um, um, being on my own schedule. I'm not sure, but just becoming more in tune to that. So I definitely want to challenge myself to learn more about conscious eating um, and being aware of what my body is craving um, so that I can properly take care of myself, right? Um, I know in conversations past that you and I have had, we've talked about taking care of ourselves as an entrepreneur, being a solopreneur, being yes. the only employee for our business. You know, we have to show up. Yes. Um, you know, there's not, we can't call in sick. We can't, we have to think about the consequences if you know, we are not at our best. So it's really important that we're um, being healthy, you know, and, and healthy looks different for everyone. It's not about losing a certain amount of weight or um, anything like that. I think for each of us, our different um, ages, our different sizes, there's that healthy can mean something different for everyone. So I appreciate you for sharing so many tips um, and giving us uh, some things to think about so that we can move from trying to juggle um, and balance work and life and thinking about it more in terms of flow and harmony. That's a new concept to me. Uh, you just introduced me to something new today, flow and harmony, right? Um, so I appreciate that so much. And I want to make sure um, before we end um, our interview that we take some time um, just to hear from you a little bit more about your business um, and for folks that are in uh, the Memphis, Tennessee, Mid-South um, area, um, just tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you, um, but also um, just share a little bit more um, about who you are, what you do, um, and how you can be reached, whether it be um, a website or social media, etc. Awesome. Thank you, Kimberly. So the reason I am so uh, passionate, so driven, so inspired around this work is because my professional background is in nonprofit, the nonprofit industry. I worked in nonprofit for nearly 30 years. Absolutely loved that as a career because I met awesome people like Kimberly. I was able to use my gifts and talents to impact um, the lives of individuals and be able to see some of that manifestation happening uh, as I was doing the work. Uh, for those of you who are familiar with nonprofit work, it is very demanding mentally and emotionally. 
it is the, very demanding on your body because uh, you're working long hours, oftentimes with not many resources, but you're driven by that desire to help make a difference. And so after doing that for nearly 30 years, I started noticing uh, some health concerns, <clears throat> excuse me, I started noticing uh, just high levels of stress. And honestly, I knew that I could not sustain that work pace, that rigor much longer. And so I had been doing some healing work on the side. I was a yoga teacher, had been doing some coaching and decided I really wanted to dedicate um, the second half of my life to this work. And so that's how I officially uh, stepped away from the nonprofit sector into um, the, the, the health and wellness industry. And so I consider myself uh, to be a holistic health practitioner. And that just simply means that the work I do focuses on the whole person. And earlier in the interview, I mentioned those eight or nine areas of our lives, relationships and mental, emotional and spiritual and financial. And so when you talk about being healthy, it's not just about what's going on with your physical body. It's not just about going to the doctor, but it's about exploring all of those areas of your life and how happy and satisfied you in those. And so that I do uh, is rooted in the belief that the body has a wisdom and the intelligence to heal itself from the inside out. And so many times the things that we're experiencing in our physical body is impacted because those other areas, our finances, our relationships, our emotions, our work environment, we're not healthy, we're not whole in those areas, and it shows up in our body. And so, as, as I mentioned, the work I do, I look at the entire being. I don't just look at, you know, if you have hypertension or if you are having issues with your stomach. We talk about what's going on with your whole life. And the therapies that I use to support that work are natural, uh, plant-based solutions that, again, aids the body's ability to heal itself. It also allows you to look at everything that's going on with you and why am I experiencing some of the dis-ease or the imbalances I'm experiencing in my life. Uh, I am a wellness coach. I'm an essential oils educator and a certified yoga teacher. I specialize in restorative and prenatal yoga. And through the partnerships that I have with other practitioners. My uh, coaching practice also offers herbal consulting, energy medicine such as Reiki, acupuncture, and other alternative non-traditional therapies. And that's um, the scope of the work that I do. And again, it's focusing on the spirit, the mind, the body, the whole person. So how can you connect with me and engage with me? Uh, on Instagram, uh, my uh, Instagram handle is Jackie O underscore one, uh, J-A-C-K-I-E-O underscore the number one. On Facebook, it's Fire Yogi. My website is in the process built as we speak, and so that will be forthcoming uh, very soon. My phone number is 901 281 
7585. Again, that's 901-281-7585. Uh, I'm also on Eventbrite, um, so you can access events that I have posted there and through my Instagram and Facebook page. Okay, wonderful. If you can repeat your um, Facebook handle again. Yes. So Facebook is Sapphire, S-A-P-P-H-I-R-E, Yogi, Y-O-G-R-I. So like the stone, Sapphire, Sapphire Yogi. And Instagram is J-A-C-K-I-E-O underscore one. So Jackie O one. Uh, in terms of specific offerings, I do have a, I teach a weekly community yoga class called Peace, Love, and Yoga, right in the heart of being Hampton on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. And that class is held at the Commons Sanctuary at 258 North Merton. So there's a very supportive community of uh, individuals who come to practice a very diverse community. And we just show up and practice together. And so I invite you to join us. Uh, it's from 6 to 7 p.m. every Tuesday. And then once a month, I host a women's healing circle at Your Inner Yogi, which is a yoga studio located at 10 North 2nd Street. So I invite you to become a part of our healing community and uh, just watch your life transform in spirit, mind, and body. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being with us today on this wonderful Wednesday. We have to use yes, an adjective yes, yes. to describe it. Thank you so <laughs> much for sharing um, your tips and introducing new concepts to us and to get us thinking. And thank you so much for sharing your information so that listeners can connect and engage with you. We appreciate you so much. Um, and we um, pray that you would continue to be successful in all of your endeavors um, and that you would flourish um, and continue um, just to add value to others um, as others are pouring in and adding value to you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Kimberly. And as we close, I guess the, the final thing I'd like to say is that uh, small changes go a long way. And so as we talk about self-care, uh, sometimes it can be overwhelming because um, the time or I just can't figure out how to do one more thing. And that's the value of working with um, a coach because it, it can help you to look at where your life is and really see what do you already have in your hand? What do you already have at your disposal where you can make small changes over time to really create a life you love? We only have one life. And so we have to make the decision today to do something different to experience and to just uh, live a life of abundance. And so I encourage everyone to make the decision to take care of you because you only have one life to live. Thank you so Thank much. You. And that's it for this episode of the Entrepreneur Happy Hour podcast. If you haven't already rated and reviewed my show, leave your feedback. Do that today. Whether you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify, your review shows off your fan status and helps other future listeners find this podcast. I love hearing from my listeners, and I would love to hear from you. Send me a note at hello at theentrepreneurhappyhour.com. 
Until next episode, I'll see you over on the Entrepreneur Happy Hour Facebook community.